welcome back to Call to Mothering. Today we are talking about anxiety. What exactly is anxiety and can we have it and still have faith? I have a very special guest on the podcast today uh, to help me talk about those things and her name is Courtney Devich. She is a blogger and the author of Mama's Got Anxiety, but it's not going to steal her joy. I know that you're going to love this conversation, uh, but before we get into that, please subscribe to my channel if you haven't already and ring that notifications bell so you know anytime I upload a new video. Hi everyone, thank you for joining me for the Cause of Mothering podcast. Today I am so excited to have Courtney Devich on the show, uh, joining me here to talk about something that a lot of moms struggle with um, and some a topic that can be a little bit of a taboo, which is anxiety. Uh, Courtney is a mom of three, a blogger and an author, and she writes with a heart uh, for moms that have anxiety and depression. And so I'm so glad to have her on today. Thank you for joining us, Courtney. Thank you for having me. And you pronounced my last name correct. Well, good. So I'm Yay. actually impressed. <laughs> a lot of people have messed that up. <laughs> yes, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so can you share a little bit about yourself and your family? Yeah. Um, so I am in Michigan. Um, I'm actually originally from Montana, though. My husband pulled me out here about six years ago. Um, as you said, I'm a mom of three. I'm actually a stay-at-home mom, which is something I never thought that I would have ever said because I was very, very career goal-oriented um, in my early 20s and teenage years as, as well. So I've um, been a stay-at-home mom now for four years, um, became a stay-at-home mom during the pandemic, actually. And uh, before that, I worked in HR, so... Um, very, very different <laughs> life that I'm living here now. I used to have hundreds of uh, grown adults that needed me for everything. And now I've got three children who need me for way more and every little single thing. And it is way more demanding, I think, than any day I spent in, in the HR world. Um, but yes, I, I wrote write for um, with a heart for the moms with um, depression and anxiety. It's something that's very much a part of my story. And I've written a whole book on it now. So um, that's kind of just me in a little nutshell. My husband and I, we've um, been married now for seven years and we we're college sweethearts. So um, uh -huh. that's kind of, kind of all us. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so you've been married seven years and you have three kids. How old are your yes. children? Um, so my oldest is six. He's in kindergarten, um, just started kindergarten this year. And then my middle child just turned four. She's um, preschool. And then the baby who is um, almost 10 months old now. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was a really, really busy year for me in 2023. I had a book baby and a baby baby. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was very, very much overwhelming there. Nice. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about your book baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the title is Mama's Got Anxiety, But It's Not Going to Steal Her Joy. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what motivated you to write the book? 
Yeah. Um, so I started blogging during um, the pandemic. It was uh, therapeutic for me. I mean, like I said, I became a stay-at-home mom during that time. So it was kind of like, what do I do now? And I'm locked up in my house during quarantine. So started writing and blogging during that time. And um, God really just kind of, I was my anxiety was at an all-time debilitating level during the pandemic. Um, I had difficult pregnancy leading up into that that period of my life um, with a high-risk pregnancy and then pandemic. And I had spent um, a week in the pediatrics unit with my, my daughter, my middle child um, around that time. And so my anxiety just kind of kept getting heightened um, with motherhood. And then you put in a pandemic and it was just over the roof. So um, I was actually in the middle of a panic attack that God nudged me to write and start writing about it. And I was like, I just want to, you know, write about motherhood and the, um, the joys of motherhood. And then it's like, okay, you want me to write about anxiety? Like, that's just like really hard to topic for me right now. And I'm in the middle of a panic attack. Like, you know, it was just like, I don't think I can write about this. It's a very vulnerable topic. Um, and so I just kind of, I started writing it in November of 2020 and I was very much still in, I am in anxious mode. Like my body was just overtaken with anxiety um, pretty much all the time, living that anxiety attack after anxiety attack. And so I really struggled with, am I the right person to write a book on this topic? Because I'm not healed. I'm far from it at this point. Um, and that's when I started um, realizing that uh, my anxiety had stolen my joy from me in motherhood. I had just become a stay-at-home mom. I should have been enjoying it. I should have been savoring this time with my, at home with my littles because, you know, the world had slowed down and shut down. Like, I should just be enjoying all of it instead of, like, you know, disinfecting everything right. and, like, freaking out about every little thing. And so um, that's when the book sort of became about taking my joy back from my anxiety to no longer being um, consumed with a debilitating anxiety and being able to cope with my anxiety to the point where I can enjoy motherhood again and life in general. Um, so that's really where the book was born from. And that's, you know, sort of where it, it um, originated. And then um, I really sort of identified what are the, the feelings, the symptoms and the lies that we believe as moms with anxiety. And so the book is broken out into 12 chapters with each chapter um, focusing in on a different feeling of the anxiety. So whether it's my anxiety has become worse since I became a mom it, um, or we're dealing with the fear of something bad happening to our children, um, panic attacks, not being able to sleep at night, feeling like a failure because of our anxiety, um, even like fears about like what, what if my children have anxiety someday? And so I tackle all of that in the book. And again, some of them are just straight up symptoms of anxiety. Um, some of them are lies that Satan tries to tell us or that we tell ourselves even. So um, that's really kind of the, the heart behind the book and kind of where it was born from. That sounds incredible. Um, I wish that someone had written a book uh, like that when my, when my kids were little. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They're 12 and, and 15 now. Yeah. Um, but I went through a period of postpartum depression and also um, postpartum anxiety. And I've struggled with anxiety since as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. It did, like you said, it, it ramped up, it increased yeah. after both of my children were born. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, I've experienced it. I would say like 
I wasn't formally diagnosed until I was 19, but throughout my entire childhood, I could see it there very much so. And then, yeah, becoming a mom at 26 and then again mm -hmm. at 29. And yep, so um, most definitely. And postpartum depression has um, been a part of my story as well. So I, I totally feel for you there. Yeah. Um, what are some ways that you suggest in the book to uh, that we can overcome or cope with anxiety as moms? Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of them that I really love is um, being able to talk back to your anxiety. Um, so I kind of like have this little like mock conversation of, between me and my anxiety that I do in the book. And it, it, parts of it's funny, but really it is like how it, it plays out in your mind a little bit of like, um, so for example, um, recently I wanted to take my daughter to Disney on ice for her birthday. And I was really not loving the idea of going into Detroit by myself with my little girl. Um, just because, I mean, not that I think it was like a dangerous part of the city or anything, but like, I'm just, I'm from Montana. I'm a small town girl here living in a lonely world here. If we're going to quote journey, <laughs> um, the journey song, but, um, so I just had a little bit of anxiety about that. Like, okay, I, I don't really want to do this, but I want to take her. And so being able to then rationalize within myself and talking back to my anxiety, like, okay, no, this is like the facts of it, the matter here. Like, okay, I can go to an earlier sh in the day show. We can go to the show at 11 a.m. when it's still light outside. Um, you know, here I can get into a parking garage that's really close to the arena and not have to walk as far in downtown Detroit by myself. Like being able to sort of talk back to the anxiety, the, the lies that anxiety was trying to feed to me and why I shouldn't go and being able to rationalize within myself, like, no, these are the facts. This is truth. And God is going to watch out over us. This should not, you know, in any way determine whether or not we get to go and have this joyous experience and not, you know, to dictate our, our birthday celebration. So that's kind of just a little bit of an example of just being able to talk back to your anxiety and rationalize it within yourself. Um, I also developed a acronym that I write about in the book, um, when you're dealing with worry and obsessive thoughts. So the acronym is worry. <laughs> it's very, very clever there. Um, but the W stands um, for word of God. So obviously being in scripture every day, knowing what it is that God has to tell you about your, your anxiety. He tells us, you know, do not fear hundreds of times um, in his word. So being able to um, cling to those verses when, when anxiety starts coming up. Um, o is observe the thought. Um, so really, like, is it a rational or irrational thought? Does it determine your, you know, course of action on this? Or does it need to be stealing your joy in this moment or, you know, robbing you of your sleep if you're up in the middle of the night worried about something? Um, the first R is um, retreat from it. So guard your mind, get out of there and go somewhere else. Um, especially if it's just a, you know, sometimes those worrying thoughts, it's just kind of like a loop in our minds, um, that never, never turns off. So retreating from the thought. And then the second R is request, which really you're going to pray about it. Um, I needed another R in there. So <laughs> <laughs> prayer and taking, um, the worries to God. And then the why is you're not alone. Um, that's something I preach about multiple times throughout the book. Um, there are other worrisome mamas out there and Jesus is obviously always with you. So you are never truly alone. So that's, um, those are two of the, the, the ways that you can deal with just kind of the everyday anxiety. If you're like really find yourself in like, a, I'm a 
going to have an anxiety attack or panic attack. Um, breath prayers are really, really helpful. It's that you know, science and the Bible meeting up to, to help combat your anxiety. So taking that deep breath in when I'm afraid I put my trust in you and like, you know, reciting a verse or a prayer in there. And it actually, those deep belly breaths tell your parasympathetic nervous system, like, Hey, there's no, no threat around right now. You don't, I don't need to be anxious right now. There's not, nothing. I'm not in danger. You can just chill out. Okay. Oh, those are really good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it helps a lot. Yeah, I like the worry acronym. That, yeah, I like I said, I, I was like, all right, I need another R. So <laughs> I really was trying to um, make, and um, those are like, those steps, like it, it could be not necessarily in that order. Like you don't always have to start with the, you know, um, the retreating from the thought, or, you, know, you know, it's just kind of just those great reminders of yeah. any time when we're in a worrisome loop of that worry wheel, just going just like, okay, what can I do in this moment? Well, let's see what the Bible tells me about this. I'm like, is this thought deserve my attention right now? Or can I back out from it and move on to something else? I also talk about in um, the chapter about not being able to sleep. I talk about my happy place. Like I really have found it helpful to just completely like take myself away from the anxious thought or the worry loop, the worry wheel and just take myself to another place. And so in my happy place, I'm at my grandparents' house when I was a little child. And, you know, it's just the safe spot in my mind. It's this happy memory. And just like, eventually then I fall asleep because I just drift off to sleep eventually because I've taken my mind elsewhere. So it's also helpful. Nice. <laughs> uh, you say in um, a lot of your posts, which I appreciate so much um, on social media, um, you say that a mama can, can have anxiety and still have faith and trust in God. How, mm -hmm. uh, how do these two things exist together or how do they exist at the same time? Yeah. So I think that um, a lot of Christians, when we look at Philippians 4, 6, we're you know, told, do not be anxious about anything. Right. Yes. And like, I think we all just kind of stop right there. Like, okay, that's a command. Do not be anxious. Um, if you keep going, it says, but in all requests, you know, take your um, petitions and Thanksgiving requests to God. Like you're supposed to pray about it. Mm -hmm. Do not be anxious, but take it to God. And the peace that transcends all understanding in verse seven um, will guard your mind. And, um, so really I, I always say that my faith has become stronger because of my anxiety, because when I am anxious, I'm going to the word of God and I am looking up what he's got to say for me about my fears or my worries in there. I am praying to God with this worrisome heart and I'm turning on that worship music and like taking my mind elsewhere and taking it all to him. Um, I am just constantly feeling like when I am anxious, I am turning to him. And so in that, in that respect, in that sense, it has drawn me closer to him. Um, so how is it that something that, you know, is, um, like you said, taboo in the, in the Christian world, mm -hmm. like it really can be used to bring us closer to him. And that is just sort of the truth about any trial and any tribulation yeah. that we experience, as it says in James one, consider it all joy when you go through any trials or the perseverance of your faith. Um, and so that has been the case for me is just being able to draw closer to God through my anxiety. Looking though at the Bible, Jesus in the garden, the night that he is betrayed, He's experiencing fear right there in that moment. He is praying, not my will, but yours be done. 
you know, he's submitting to God, he's trust God with all of it, but his body is still being overcome by the physical effects of fear to the point mm -hmm. where he is sweating drops of blood, which is a real thing, hematidrosis. Um, it is so rare, though, they, that they think that it's caused by our fight, our fight or flight response, which is our anxiety. Um, so the physical effects of anxiety are still real. And yet his faith is obviously still there because yeah. he is God himself and he is submitting his, um, you know, submitting it all to God's to God's will. So um, just looking at just my own personal story. And I know of so many other moms that just like, it's like, I believe and I have faith. I know I do, but my brain still can't turn off. And that is because we are whole beings of body, mind, and spirit. And we've got brains that are broken and that are just kind of turned up a little bit too high with that amygdala. And we've got that fight or flight response hormone just coursing through our bodies a little bit more than anybody else. So um, that's how I, that's how I experience it. And that's how I look at it. It's a, a mental illness. And a lot of people, I know so many people that have been drawn closer to God through their, their illnesses. And so an illness of the brain is still an illness yeah. of the body. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you said that uh, because we tend to think of anxiety as a symptom of unbelief or yeah, if we spiritual enough, warfare. Yes, yep. If we just had more faith, um, if we were, you know, completely relying on God, we wouldn't feel the way that we do. But I've experienced uh, it as a very like physical thing. Yes. And yes. The anxiety is heightened uh, for me, especially when I have certain foods or I'm, I'm drinking something that has certain ingredients mm -hmm in the beverage. Um, and so I've seen, um, I've experienced um, different reactions with different ingredients. So I know, you know, what not to drink, what not to eat, um, what's yeah. out of my diet. Um, and that, that has helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you said you've gone through depression as well. And I feel like, um, you know, that's one that doesn't get really maybe is talked about as much either. I mean, postpartum depression, I feel like is very people are more open to that. But you would never tell a mom that's experiencing postpartum depression, like just have more faith and you'll be healed, you know, like so. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, well, I hope nobody would ever say that to a poor mama who yeah. is struggling with that mm -hmm. and is, um, you know, in that low pit. Um, I just went through that myself with my third one again. And so um, and it's, you know, I was close to God than I probably have ever been. And yeah. it still happened. Um, it still was that my body, just the hormones and all of the things just going on in the you know overwhelming state of being a mom of three. It just, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It can be very hard. I often tell people that anxiety is like a thief um, because it can steal your, um, your ability to be in the moment with your kids um, to really be present with them. And um, I love that the second part of your title of your book is, but it's not going to steal her joy. So can you tell us um, about how we can keep our joy, even if we do suffer from anxiety? Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, I mean, I kind of talked about like how the book was born and really the whole biblical foundation of the book is Psalm 94, 19. Mm -hmm. uh, when anxiety is great within me, you're, 
consolation or your comfort brought me joy. And so that is just really like where I've, I've rooted it all in is just God's comfort is right there for me every single day. He's got 365 verses on fear that he's going to tell me about every single day for the you know, every day of the year. Um, and just knowing that he is with me, he will never leave me or forsake me. And that his comfort um, is what brings me that joy. And also then the other part of that is just the comfort that I'm receiving from him is then meant to be the comfort that I go out and give to others. I believe it's second Corinthians 14. I maybe first <laughs> Corinthians, I might be off on that one. But um, so that is where I've been you know, putting it all into this book and um, writing about it and blogging about it so that I can then go and comfort other moms that are going through anxiety or depression. Um, and so that has just been how I believe that God then has turned it all for good, right? He's He's using it for good. He's using the trials and the, the struggles that I've gone through for good. And um, so that's just really the comfort and the hope that I find from him. And that's the purpose that I'm finding in it. Um, that may not be always the case for any other mama. And it may just be like, I just need to, you know, find joy in this moment and be able to turn off the worry wheel by using a worry acronym so that I can be present with my kids. Or if I am like, really just irritable on the edge because my anxiety is heightened and my kids are yelling and screaming and need me for every single thing. Like I need to stop in this moment and do a breath prayer so that I can calm down and get myself collected before I snap and steal this joy out of this whole morning because mom's angry and snapping at the kids. So that's where it just all of those little tactics and all of the little biblical encouragement and hope that I put throughout the book and it's all sprinkled in there can help the mom be able to cope so that it's not stealing her joy in this moment and in this day or in her motherhood at all. Um, and just really knowing, I write about it in the, the conclusion of the book that like anxiety doesn't get to define us. It's a footnote, footnote in our story. And yeah, God can use it for good or use it to bring us closer to him or to grow our faith in and trust in him. But really it is not the boss of us. We only report to God. And so um, just really knowing that, you know, anxiety in motherhood is, is debilitating. It can be, but we don't have to let it be. And we don't need to let it steal our joy because it's always about bringing it back to him and receiving that comfort from him. Yes, that's great. I love that. Thank you. Um, where can people find you and get a copy of your book? Yeah, so the book, um, Mama's Got Anxiety, But It's Not Going to Steal Her Joy, is available uh, wherever books are sold. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, um, Christian Book, um, Baker Book House um, as well. And I am over on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at um, Courtney Devich Author. And then my website is CourtneyDevich.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Courtney. I Thank really you. really appreciate you, you taking the time to come on the podcast. And yeah. thank you so much for writing your book, too. I mean, I know that it's going to help so many moms and encourage them and um yeah. you know no matter what stage of motherhood they're in yeah yeah i um i write a lot about sort of my own motherhood experience and like i said i'm sort of in that mom of little stage but i have received lots of feedback from moms of all seasons that have um have loved the encouragement in there too and the wisdom so um so yes that was my prayer it was a book that was like oh i've got anxiety about having my you know writing an anxiety book because <laughs> 
wow, do I get vulnerable and share lots of stories in there. But it's been um, just the feedback that I've gotten is just like, I thought I was the only one who had these thoughts. Like, you know, just putting it out there and putting the whole story out there is just let other moms know that they're not alone. They, there's another mom right out here, <laughs> right oh. here that um, has the same thoughts and worries. So yes, um, that is my prayer for all the mamas out there with anxiety is that we're not going to let it steal our joy from us. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And all the, all the, all the work that you do, um, all the words that you write on, um, on Facebook, <laughs> I follow you there and I'm just, I'm really encouraged by everything that you put out there. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it.